Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode 143 on the 8th of August 2011. My name is Steve Lake and today I am at the Attic Room. Is it Attic Room? Attic Bar? The Attic, it's called Gallery Coffee Bar. The Attic Gallery Coffee Bar, which is in uh, above Cafe Harlequin in York. Um, go back to episode 43, 44 I think it was. We did one down in Harlequin. This is a new space that they've opened upstairs, which is going to be uh, great coffees, all about pour overs, so real brew bar kind of feel to it. But also going to be selling some great beers. Um, really well sourced craft ales that um, kind of match with the coffee a little bit so uh, do come along and I will put a link up on the screen now so you can find out where it is and how you're going to get here. But anyway, we talk about coffee on In My Mug. So the coffee we're going to be doing today is this one and it's called Nicaragua Finca, that's a look at the name, how bad's that? Escondida. Escondida is a farm in Nicaragua, uh, in Giatenga, uh, which is near Lake Akanapa. Aka, oh, pronunciation is going to be rubbish, but it is a uh, red catayi and it is grown at 1100 to 1350 metres above sea level, owned by the Maresh family. And if that name's a little bit familiar, you may remember that we did uh, Limoncillo earlier on and that is the same family that own this farm. They basically bought a group of farms, but this is the first one that they've actually gone out and planted themselves. Planted it in 2006, so very, very new farm, very, very new plant stock. Now, that normally works against a farm, so when a coffee is brand new planted, it takes a little bit of time to get a little bit of character, a little bit of uh, being established, the farm getting into its processes, into its picking, uh, and all the rest of it. This has had a little bit of a head start because obviously the Maresh family are very well experienced in running farms. But they also own a farm next door which is called San Jose, which they've used some of the staff from there. And the farm manager is from that farm who looks after it. Uh, and all of the experience that they've had from running their other farms they've put into this one. So uh, it gives it a little bit of a head start if you like. Uh, they also have some other varietals on there. They have um, uh, a Java Nick which is a coffee that I've cooked a few times and been really excited by. It's an Indonesian varietal that they're planting in Nicaragua now. They also have another varietal, but I can't remember what it is, but it's a yellow fruit one. But this is the only red-fruited uh, katai that they do. What else do I need to tell you? It's a fully washed coffee, so washed process. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to whap you on pause Gordon's currently dialing in the coffee for me, so I've got somebody to make it for me today, which is always nice. Um, and I'll be back in a minute. Right, so I'm back. I'm going to dive straight into the espresso again because I don't want it to go cold. Give it a good stir. So on the aroma of the espresso, you smell the acidity that's going to come with this. You can smell the zinginess. It's almost like a zestiness coming off it. And I know that in the cup I'm going to get that, so... Can't help but get on camera. So, front end, loads of acidity. And I'm not talking real citrus acidity here. You've got a little bit of lemon going on, whole heap of lime. A real zestiness, almost like the um, the peel, so you get a real kind of brightness to it. 
but what it turns into is kind of like a real caramel sweetness. So you start off with your front end acidity and then it just mellows out and evens out into a really beautiful aftertaste. Almost kind of just carries on and on and on. And that zestiness just falls away um, as soon as you get into the cup. So that's the espresso. I think that's an amazing espresso. Uh, really is quite special. Can't say I've mucked up the milk today, and G certainly hasn't. That's absolutely amazing milk. So the acidity cuts through the milk. So the acidity that you got in this espresso to start off with is there, but then the smoothness and the sweetness of the milk mixes with it, kind of makes it almost a little bit doughy, a little bit donutty. Again, works incredibly well in the capper. Onto the brood product placement again. Okay, so G's done me a brew of 18 grams for 250 mils of water, so kind of fairly high dose in it, and I think it needed that. It's lost a little bit of what's in the espresso, and I'm probably going to say that that's my least favourite of the three brews of it. Not because anything wrong with the brew, just because it's kind of fell away, it's not really as bold and as in your face as the espresso is. So let's put them in some kind of order. I'm actually going to keep the order that they're in, so I think the, for me it's the best as an espresso um, because you get that complexity of the acidity but a real lovely sweetness. The milk, it works well in the milk, you really kind of taste that acidity cutting through there so you really get it and, and the brood is third. I'm not saying it's a bad brood and I'm sure some of you are going to love it as brood but I just think it's better as the espresso and the kappa. So, a great coffee, um, real kind of a range of flavours going on there. Uh, quite a complex cup as well, so do go back and keep looking at it because I don't think the first time you're necessarily going to get it and as it calms down it really changes. Um, so yeah, okay, I mean that's pretty much me done. Oh, forgot to mention, new labels. So you're going to get the QR codes on there. Um, a little bit more information on the label as well, talking about what you're going to get in the cup. So hopefully that will make you mean you can enjoy it a little bit more, seeing the tasting notes. Um, and for the home roasters, you've asked me for ages to put roasting notes on there. So the roasting notes are on the bottom as well, which is a huge amount of work. So I hope you're grateful of that. Um, but yeah, I hope you like the new labels. Do let me know if you think you need to change it. Or, oh, actually, yes, we're going to pair them, aren't we? So it, it was such a unique taste about to choose two bits. Okay. Uh, um, Porter for the kind of deep roast um, raspberry yeah. notes yeah, yeah. from the porter, and then the citrus notes and IPA. So there's kind of two beers to taste. Cool. So one thing me and G talked about, and I'm kind of glad that he's brought them across, was that because here they're going to be doing lots of beers, um, we wanted to find a couple of beers that would pair up well with the coffee. So the first one I've got is from Adele, and it's um, Cutthroat Porter. So this is. In here, you get a little bit of raspberry on the back end of these flavours, and, and that's something I didn't pick up this time, but I really picked up on the cupping notes. So I'm going to try this and then try the brood. Now, pairing coffees with beers can be quite difficult because a lot of the time what happens is that you get the burly alcohol flavours coming through, and then you try and match a coffee to it, it's kind of like, oh, all I'm tasting is beer. <laughs> That's kind of weird. 
Try that. So I'm getting other people to try this too now. And then try that. <laughs> this is going to sound pretty, pretty weird, but I think it actually makes the brewed coffee taste better because it, it cleans the palate before you get it, then you get the coffee coming on after. And that actually paired up quite well. So it's a big, bold beer. But the coffee changes because it cleans out the palate. I'm going to try. And I'm going to try this one with the milk. So this one is an IPA from Adele as well. And this is one I've been looking forward to trying from G's list. So if you ever want to have a beer with this coffee, the one I would go through is the Cutthroat Porter. And I'm not a massive Porter fan, and I am a big IPA fan, but I think that really pairs up well with the brewed coffee on there. There's a little bit extra for what we were, but in my mug watchers, in my beer glass. I think there could be a future in that one. That'd be quite good at it as well. So anyway. Thank you very much for joining me as always. Do come and check out the attic um, at Harlequin. You must come. Do follow G on Twitter as well, because he's got a few followers because he started this week and I want you all to follow him. And do remember, life is too short. Back.